Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode on the I'm Not Fine Show. I'm Lizzie Enns. I'm your host here on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are going to be talking about the thyroid, the thing that so many people struggle with. But before we do that, um, I want to remind you guys to grab a copy of my book, Escaping My Reflection, on lizzieends.com. If you want to hear a little bit more about my story, and I'm going to share a little bit about how my history and the trauma that I've experienced we won't go into that too much, but how that trauma can affect your thyroid and your hormones and how so many women are experiencing hypothyroidism or a low functioning thyroid due to trauma and different kinds of things that have happened in their life. Um, <clears throat> but I just want to thank you guys for joining me here today. If you are live here uh, make sure that you go into the chat room and ask any questions that you have. Chat with us. Hang out with us. Let's have fun. So for today, what the thyroid? Have you ever gone to the doctor and you were 100% sure that you had something wrong with your thyroid? Hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, whatever the case may be. And they ran some labs and you said, and they, they came back and they say, oh, your thyroid is fine. Everything is within the normal range and nothing is wrong. And you're like, what the heck? You're like, I'm not fine, which is why we're here talking on the I'm not fine show, because you don't feel fine. Maybe you've done some research. Maybe you've checked to see what kind of symptoms hypothyroidism is and what that 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 it, you probably have hypothyroidism or something going on with the thyroid. Yet you're being told that everything is fine based on your labs. Well, we're going to do a deep dive here today on the thyroid. So I really want you guys to hone in, take some notes and pay attention to some very strategic and specific things that you need to be looking out for when it comes to your thyroid and also what you should be asking your doctor for. If you're going to be going to the doctor and asking for labs to check your thyroid, I'm going to share with you what that should be. What should you be asking for? And then also the difference between what a normal range for a thyroid is versus an optimal range and why so many people, specifically women, are getting misdiagnosed with hypothyroidism and even autoimmune like Hashimoto's disease because the ranges are not where they need to be. So before we get into that, I want to share with you a little bit more about what the thyroid actually does for you and why it is so important to have a good functioning thyroid 
because if you don't have a good functioning thyroid, we got problems. Your metabolism is going to go down. You're going to have inflammation issues. You're probably going to have some cholesterol issues, some liver issues. One thing to always remember is that your thyroid problem is never just a thyroid problem. There's always going to be some kind of downstream issue and problem, whether that's inflammation, gut inflammation, your cholesterol, your liver, your cortisol, there's some kind of downstream issue going on. But when you're going to the doctor, and they're only checking your thyroid, and by the way, they're only checking like one or two markers of the thyroid, they're not looking at the other things that are causing it. So your thyroid didn't just stop working one day or slow down one day for no reason. There's other reasons that led up to that. And it could have been years of things that happened that then all of a sudden led up to you having hypothyroidism, which is what happened to me. And I'll share that story with you in a little bit. But what's the thyroid's job? Why is it important to have a really good functioning thyroid? Well, your thyroid has everything to do with your metabolism. It's the feeder, but there's different types of conversions. So your thyroid's job is to make and convert thyroid hormones, which are secreted into your blood and then carried to every tissue in the body. So when we have a low functioning thyroid, we have, a, we have a metabolism problem. Thyroid hormones help your body use energy. They stay warm, keep your brain, your heart, your muscles, and your other organs working as they should. So sometimes when, when people have hypothyroidism, a low functioning, which is low functioning thyroid, they'll experience a lot of coldness. Like they can't keep themselves warm. Like I remember there was a time in my life where it didn't matter how hot it was outside in the summer, I was always cold. That can be a sign that your thyroid is functioning at a low level. So think of it as your furnace. Think of the thyroid and the metabolism. They work together. And it's sort of like your body's furnace. It keeps the fire burning. And when you have hypothyroidism, your thyroid doesn't produce enough to convert enough thyroid hormones. So basically, every process within your body slows down, which causes a slew of symptoms. So when everything slows down, think about this. You have your digestion slows down, your metabolism slows down. So it's not uncommon for people that have hypothyroidism to have a slow digestive system to experience bloating, to experience constipation. They may experience that they need help being able to be regular. That's very, very common because everything is slowing down in the body. That is why the thyroid is so incredibly important. It's also important to understand that your other hormones and your liver function and your gut health and your vitamins levels and minerals are all related to your thyroid function as well and vice versa. Like they, they go hand in hand. But like I said before, your thyroid 
problem is never just a thyroid problem. You want to consider so many other things when the, this is going on. When you feel like you have something going on with your thyroid, you got to consider all of these other things that may be going on as well. So when I'm looking at someone's thyroid, I'm looking at, okay, where's the inflammation happening in the body? What's their liver doing? What's their cholesterol doing? And what are their vitamin and mineral levels? And when we look at things from a whole body perspective in that way, that's when we can get to the root cause of the issue. And one of the things that happens a lot is when people go to the doctor and they get their thyroid check, they're only checking like your, your thyroid stimulating hormone, which is your TSH and maybe your T4. And if you're, if you're lucky they're they'll check your free T3 as well. So your thyroid stimulating hormone is like, like kind of like the mother, it like, like oversees these other ones, but What's actually really more important to know is what your free T4 and your free T3 are doing. Here's why. Your free T4 is your inactive thyroid hormone. And you need adequate amounts of free T4 in your body, your inactive thyroid hormone. Why? Because your free T4 then converts into your active thyroid, which is your free T3. This is the feeder to your metabolism. So sometimes you can have adequate amounts of free T4, which is your inactive thyroid hormone, but not adequate amounts of free T3. And here's why. That means that you have a conversion problem. You're not converting your, your T4 to T3, which then feeds your metabolism. So... One thing to remember here is when this happens, it's really, really important to look at the liver because up to 60% of that conversion happens in the liver. So this is where that downstream problem is happening. When you have a low functioning liver or you have fatty liver disease, you have inflammation in the liver, when you have all of those things going on, one or the other, but if you have things going on where the liver is taxed and is not able to function at its best, that's when that conversion can be affected. So what you really want to do is when you have a conversion problem is you want to look at the liver and go, okay, what do I need to do to help the liver function better so that my thyroid conversion can work better? So you can also have low T4 and low T3, which means your body's just not generating enough of the inactive thyroid hormone in order to convert into the active thyroid hormone. You just don't have enough of it. And that could be an inflammation issue, could be a vitamin and mineral deficiency, could be gut dysfunction. It could be a slew of things. It's always important to remember that it's never just one thing and it's not gonna be the same thing for everybody. So here's the thing. You can go to the doctor and you can also get diagnosed with hypothyroidism and then get put on medication, which happens to a lot of people. And that's fine. Like many people benefit from being on thyroid medication for a while and some are for life. 
But the problem with this is that if you're going to the doctor and you're only getting on thyroid medication and you're not looking at any of all the other things that are going on, the thyroid medication is going to help you probably feel a little bit better. Maybe you, maybe your weight plateaus where you're not gaining that excess weight anymore, but you're not feeling better overall. Your energy is still low. You're going to the gym. You're eating okay, but you're still really, really tired. You're not sleeping well, and you're not able to lose the weight. And this is the perfect example of medication doesn't necessarily always fix the problem. Very rarely does it. It's sort of like um, a Band-Aid for this specific thing. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying don't get on thyroid medication. I was on thyroid medication for a while, and then I got off of it because I worked on fixing the root cause issues, the underlying issues that were going on. So what I see all the time happen is that People get on thyroid medication and then they rely on only the thyroid medication to fix the problem. And that's not something that you want to do. You have to look at the thing like the, the entire picture. So don't just rely on the thyroid medication. Rely on figuring out what is going on downstream. Give your body what it needs there. And you may need the, the medication to get you to a certain place. But if you don't want to be on medication for the rest of your life, you may need to uh, consider working with someone and figuring out what else is it that your body needs so that your thyroid can start generating and producing enough thyroid hormones on its own and converting it the way that it should and utilizing it the way that it should because it's possible. I did it. All right. We are going to be going to our first break here. And when we come back, I'm going to dive a little bit more deeper into how our lifestyle can affect our thyroid, how our stress can affect our thyroid trauma, all of those things can really, really affect our thyroid. And we want to be aware of that and figure out what is it that we need to be doing in order to help our thyroid heal from that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the I'm Not Fine show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, 
you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency eager to hear your message the world awaits contact us today to become an inspired choices network radio host email become a host at inspired choices network.com this is i'm not fine with lizzie ends to participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the I'm Not Fine show. My name is Lizzie Enns, and today we are talking about the thyroid. What the thyroid? Have you ever had that issue, had that problem with your thyroid? You're like... I know I have a thyroid problem, but they're telling me I'm fine. So we were talking about that before the break. We were talking about the function of the thyroid and how frustrating it can be when you go to the doctor and you're told you're fine, but you know that you're not fine because when your body says, hey, I'm hurting, that's a symptom and you're exhausted all the time, then there's a problem. And we want to dive deeper into that. Before we do that, I want to encourage you, if you are listening to this, make sure you download the Inspired Choices Network app so that you can access all the shows. You can do the TV shows. You can do the podcast shows. And leave me a review. Let me know what your thoughts are, how you're liking it. What else do you want to hear? Leave me a re review because um, I want to hear your thoughts on this. And then don't forget to grab a copy of my book on lizzyms.com. So before we go uh, forward into some more things that you can do about your thyroid, I want to talk about some symptoms, some things that you want to look out for, and you will probably resonate with this if you have hypothyroidism or you suspect that you have hypothyroidism. Here's some things that you want to look out for. Extreme fatigue or easily being fatigued. You may have three days where you're really, really good and you have all the energy and you can get all the things done and then boom, you're so exhausted and you can't recover for a couple of days. That's one symptom that you can have and it can be this like reoccurring cycle. Like I remember early on in my journey of knowing that I had hypothyroidism and also Hashimoto's disease, which is a part of the thyroid uh, issue, but it's not everything. You can have hypothyroidism without Hashimoto's disease, and you can have Hashimoto's disease without hypothyroidism. Hashimoto's disease is something that the immune is an immune system thing, and it's something that your immune system thinks that it thinks that your thyroid is a foreign object in your body, and it starts eating eating away at it. It sounds really, really. Uh, gross to be honest but that's what happens it starts because it, your your immune system is your white blood cells and your white blood cells are are like these little aliens in your body and they start gobbling away at uh things that don't belong so we have these five different types of white blood cells and they each have their individual job but they're like these little little men or whatever <laughs> that, that was bad I don't want to say men little i'm going to call them aliens they're in your immune system and they go out and they fight for you. They fight for your health. They fight for your body. So when there's an infection, when there's inflammation, they're the ones that go do the job to fight off of those things. Well, the white blood cells, your immune system thinks that your thyroid is a foreign invader 
and starts eating away at it, thinks it doesn't belong in your body. That's called Hashimoto's disease. So when you have Hashimoto's disease, it is connected to your thyroid and you want to uh, take care of your immune system. Other symptoms to look out for with hypothyroidism, depression, anxiety, hair loss. Like if you're having like extreme hair loss or brittle nails, difficulty swallowing. So you could have a swollen thyroid and have difficulty swallowing. And that can be a sign for hypothyroidism. When that happens, you also want to think about getting an ultrasound done because when you're constantly swelling in here, you want to make sure that it's not cancer. So you need to get an ultrasound done to make sure. Like I had a, a peer of mine, she's a friend of mine, and she she had thyroid cancer, but she was going to the doctors for a long time trying to figure out what was going on. And she got to the point where she could barely swallow. Like she was afraid to eat food because she thought that she was going to choke and the doctors weren't helping her. And finally, she ended up getting an ultrasound and it turned out that she had cancer and they had to take out parts of her thyroid because she had thyroid cancer. That's really, really scary when you think about it. Some other things to look out for are joint pain, bloating. This was definitely one of mine. Irritability. So if you're like on edge a lot, that's one thing as well. Food sensitivities. I had a lot of food sensitivities. And as I mentioned before, constipation, weight gain is a really, really uh, common one that people just all of a sudden like gain all this weight out of nowhere. And they're like, what is happening? Well, remember, that's your metabolism. If your thyroid is slowing down, then your metabolism is probably going to slow down. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what you do, how little you eat, how much you eat, no matter what it is, you're still going to go gain a bunch of weight because your body's not, the, the furnace isn't burning. For women, irregular periods is another one that can be connected to your thyroid. So the other thing that I want to go into is talking a little bit about the trauma that is connected to your thyroid. So your thyroid lives in your throat, as we've talked about before. And that's like your throat chakra. So where I grew up, uh, women were extremely suppressed. And so we didn't have much of a voice. We didn't get to really use our voice or voice our opinion. So for years, I didn't know how to speak up. I didn't know how to use my voice. Even if it was something that I didn't agree with, I would still just keep that to myself and feel like it's not my job to let them know that I don't agree. I didn't know how to speak up with that. And because of that, it caused suppression in my voice. When I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism, I had a mentor at the time and he's amazing. Actually, he's my mentor right now, but he was so amazing at the time. And he's like, Lizzie, do you know that your thyroid is directly connected to your voice? in your throat. And I was like, what? Because I remember I, I would always feel like I was like losing my voice. That's another symptom is like when you always feel like there's like a scratch in your throat and you're going to be losing your voice. And that's how I felt all the time. And I was working with a naturopath and she didn't really have any kind of like insight on it. She, she didn't really go, oh yeah, that's from 
you know, X, Y, C. She, I guess, just didn't, didn't know that. But he, the one that told me, like, that's your voice. What are you not speaking up about? Where are you allowing your voice to just be suppressed? And I had to really, really think about it. And it took me a while, but it was the awareness that really brought that attention to me. So your thyroid is directly connected to your voice. And so when you suppress your voice and you don't speak up and you don't live, you don't let your voice be heard, that really, really starts to affect your thyroid. And that is another thing that can lead, eventually lead to hypothyroidism. Now, trauma can be part of that as well. So for myself, you know, I, when I was in my teenage years, I, I got um, abused and like sexually abused and had all of this like trauma. I lost my dad when I was 13. So a lot of like build up on build up with that trauma. And then, you know, I, I left and I ran away from my culture and the suppressive community that I was a part of and had to kind of like figure out my way from there. But in the meantime, with all those things that happened during that time, and then not knowing how to deal with it, that also led me to having hypothyroidism along with some other things as well. You know, I, I sort of didn't, um, necessarily treat my body the best because I I uh, was very restrictive on my diet and did a bunch of different types of diets and I did lots and lots of HIIT training because I, I liked the adrenaline rush of it and I liked the idea of being on a diet to just be like see how far I can push myself and although that that I'm sure didn't help it led up to some of that but I would like to beg to differ that a lot of the trauma and a lot of the things that we we hold in, especially as women, depending on where we grew up in, that has a lot to do with it as well, which is why um, the percentage of women with hypothyroidism is so much higher than the percentage of men. It's really, really astonishing when you look at it. I can't remember exactly what the percentage is now, but I do know at one point it was like 40 to 60% higher in women than in men. Now, I, I don't know if that has changed or not, but it it's really, really, really eye-opening when you think about it. So many people can have multitudes of these symptoms even when you're on medication. So it's really, really important to track that and then also be aware that you want to check for more than just one or two markers of the thyroid. You should be getting five to six different markers checked when you go to the doctor. So when I look at, at thyroid panels and I get thyroid panels done for my, my clients, I'm looking at five to six different markers and I'm checking for the autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's because, you know, up to 40 to 60% of people that have hypothyroidism get misdiagnosed or undiagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. So a lot of times doctors aren't even checking for Hashimoto's disease because they're only checking for the basic numbers of the thyroid. No, you want to check the entire thing. I got diagnosed with subclinical hypothyroidism 
when I was nine months postpartum and I felt better, like it was pretty bad. So to give you an example and kind of an idea of where I was at, I was at, you, you want your TSH number to be anywhere from like one to two, somewhere around there. And I was at a 22 and that's considered subclinical hypothyroidism. And it was really, really crazy. Like, I don't, I still don't know, like, how I was functioning the way that I was, other than, like, I tried to make sleep a priority, even though I was a new mom in that first year. And I ate well. And I really believe that those two things really contributed to me, like, not going over the edge. But that was pretty bad. So I went on thyroid medication right away. And I did start feeling better. And it helped. And the numbers came down really, really quickly, because we had to get it down really fast. Um, but it didn't, it didn't fix the problem. And it wasn't until the following year when I was still feeling really not well, like I would find myself going through these cycles of like, okay, I have a few days where I'm like, really good. Usually, actually, it was this cycle, from Monday to Wednesday, I had really, really good productive days, and I'll get a lot done. And then Thursday, I would find myself depressed, unmotivated, and on the couch. And I'd be like calling my friend and I'd be like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm depressed today. I was so productive the first three days, but now it's Thursday again and I can't get myself going. And I realized at that point in time that this was a reoccurring thing. So long story short, a friend of mine who is also a coach, she's like, Lizzie, you really need to get yourself checked for Hashimoto's disease. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think I actually have that. I, I chose to believe that I didn't, I didn't have Hashimoto's disease because Lizzie, you have all the symptoms you should get checked out. So I went, I took it upon myself and I checked for Hashimoto's and sure enough, it was positive. I had Hashimoto's disease and I was like, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, Ugh not again. Do you ever get like a diagnosis and you're like, well, it's really, really good to know the answer here, but like, really? That's what's wrong with me? So for some people, it's really liberating because they're like, okay, I finally have answers. Now I know what to do. For other people, it's like, it's like a, it's like a uh, gut wrench. It's like, what, what? That's actually really wrong. And so usually like for a day or two, I'm just like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Body, like, what are you doing? And then after, after that, I'm like, all right, we got this. And I get back on it. So with that being said, I no longer do say, hey, I have Hashimoto's disease because there is one thing about it. If you continually say that, oh, I have Hashimoto's disease, I have hypothyroidism, your brain is wired to, to remember that and to believe that. And whatever you believe and whatever you're telling your brain or whatever you allow your brain to tell you, your body remembers that and you're going to keep carrying it. So last fall, I said to myself, okay, I'm no longer going to say that I have hypothyroidism and I'm no longer going to say that I have Hashimoto's disease. I'm not going to claim it. And when I started doing that, my symptoms started to alleviate. I didn't have as many crashes. I was able to recover better when I got sick. And I also got off of hypothyroidism uh, medic medication. So I'm not on the medication anymore. And listen, I'm not telling you to go get off thyroid medication. But what I'm telling you is like, 
be aware of your mindset around it and don't allow the disease to hold something over you where it's like, okay, I have this and now I'm stuck. Like, don't allow that to happen. All right, we got to go to our next break. When we come back, we're going to continue on down this journey of the thyroid. And before we're done here today, we're I'm going to give you some really neat tips and things that you can do to support your thyroid at home. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. It's me, Lizzie Enns, on the I'm Not Fine Show on the Inspired Choices Network. That's right. Download the app, follow along. You can watch the video, TV show, or the audible version of it. Or you can find me on any or most of all the other podcast platforms. So wherever your favorite one is, go pick that one, give it a listen, and give a five-star review if that's what you feel like doing. Let me know what your thoughts are and how you're feeling. All right, we're going to continue on talking about this thyroid, this precious thyroid hormone in our body and the thing that controls so many things in our body. So what do you do when you find out that you have hypothyroidism? First of all, don't freak out. There's still time. When you get that diagnosis, what you want to do is get a good plan together. If you're getting on thyroid medication, one of the things to be really, really aware of is that you might have some side effects, one, and sometimes you have to try different types of thyroid medication before you find the one that works for you. So some people do really, really well on levothyroxine, which is like a pretty generic standard one. It's not the cleanest one, but it it works for a lot of people. 
The only problem with that one is it's not a combo, so it doesn't have your free T3 thyroid hormone in it, which means it doesn't have that active thyroid in it. And when you have low T3 in your body, you may need a little bit help with that. So that's something to be aware of. Armor thyroid medication is the more natural one. And some people do really, really well on that one. It actually is thyroid hormone that comes from a pig and they take that thyroid. And I know it doesn't sound very appealing, but it works for a lot of people and it's more natural. So, and I I believe it has less fillers in it. Some people do really, really well on that one. So really what you need to be doing is be working with your doctor, your practitioner, and watch really closely like how your body reacts. When you first get on thyroid medication, you should be rechecking your thyroid every six weeks to see if you're headed the right direction, to see if your thyroid is going the direction that it needs to. And if if you need to change your dosage, that's really, really important as well. And you always want to start low and go slow. So you never want to start, you know, I think when I started, I started at like 50 MCG, and then I had to bump it to 80 MCG. And then eventually I was at 125, but then I like back down again and I got off of that one and I switched from one to the next because I needed the T3, like the combo in there. So there's all different kinds of ones, but you need to be aware of like what works for you. But then also you want to be taking it the right way. And this is the one thing that a lot of doctors won't teach their patients is like, how do you actually take thyroid medication? Well, it's very, very important that you take it around the same time every morning with water and before you eat. So you shouldn't have any kind of food, or anything like that other than water for at least an hour after you take that thyroid medication. So keep in mind, same time. So if you like get up and you normally like eat within 30 minutes of getting up, what I would recommend is set your alarm and take your thyroid medication about 30 minutes or so before you would normally get up. And, and you can, you know, go back and snooze a little bit more if you need to, but that, that medication's already working. I did this thing where I was working at like, I had to get up at like three or 4 a.m. every single morning to go, go to work. And so what my doctor and I did is we, we said, okay, you're going to take your thyroid medication in the evening before I went to bed. And that actually worked really, really well for me. It may not work for everybody, but it worked for me. And you just, you really need to be aware of like, what's going to work for you. The other thing that you want to be aware of is caffeine. You want to make sure that you're not taking thyroid medication. And then like an hour later, you're drinking caffeine that can inhibit the absorption of your thyroid medication. And there are some vitamins and minerals and certain foods. Like you, you just need to be aware of those things. So if you want that medication to work its best and do its magic, then you want to make sure that you're taking it the right way as well, because there's wrong ways of doing it. And you want to make sure that you're getting the most out of it. Now, there are some things that you want to be focusing on when you are trying to heal from from this, from hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, because it could be both. 
some things that you want to be aware of that you you want to see whether or not you're sensitive to. This is not for everybody, but but for a lot, a lot of people will find that they're really sensitive to raw crucifers veggies. So, you know, it could be like your Brussels sprouts and your cauliflower, like those types of things. Raw crucifers, crucifers vegetables. Um, I know for myself, I cannot eat raw Brussels sprouts. Like I will literally feel like I'm about to have an ovarian cyst that's going to burst. That's what happens to my gut. And that can be connected to your gut lining and the inflammation in your gut. And I have other things going on that may be causing that. That's the other thing to be aware of is that your thyroid, if you have things going on with your thyroid, you must, you absolutely must consider your gut because your gut is so connected to all of these other things. Um, If you want to heal your thyroid, you got to heal your gut. Because that that can be part of the issue of why your thyroid is is functioning at a low level. Some things, the other things to look out for is a lot of people with hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's is they have a gluten sensitivity. So so gluten is just one of those things that can be a highly inflammatory food. And so being aware whether or not you have that gluten sensitivity is really, really important. And here's why. So like for myself, if I I don't eat a lot of gluten and I want my thyroid to feel good, I got off of gluten. Now, if I eat gluten, it, it's not always. Sometimes it really, really depends because the other thing that's connected to this is our stress. But gluten is just one of those things that a lot of people are very sensitive to when it comes to their thyroid. And if I go to dinner one night and I decide, oh, I'm going to have something that's pretty heavy in gluten. It's usually the dose that makes the difference. I will literally wake up the next day and feel, even if I didn't drink, I will wake up the next day and it feels like a train hit me. And I feel like I have a hangover. That's what gluten can do. It can also cause you bloating and constipation. It's just one of those things that a lot of times when people have hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, that specifically as well, when they get rid of gluten, their whole entire body of the inflammation goes down. And they're not bloating anymore. They're able to go to the bathroom better. Their brain fog goes away. Now, it's not even the gluten that's the issue. It's the way that it's processed. Is it, And that's something that people need to understand is like, it's the way that it's grown in America. And then the way that it's processed is the chemicals that they use on it. So if it wasn't for that, gluten would be fine. But in, so like, if you go to Europe, like I was in, in France last summer, and I had all the gluten I wanted, and I never got sick. And that's because they process it differently. So I was eating, you know, the baguettes and the croissants and (laughs) all of those fun things. And I never had an issue. But if I eat that here in America, I'm going to have an issue. So the gluten is one of those things that so many people just need to be so aware of when it comes to their thyroid is sometimes all you need to do is cut the gluten and the highly processed dairy. And just if you're going to have dairy, make sure it's really high quality, like grass-fed organic dairy, and see if that makes a difference. For myself, I can't do 
regular commercial grade dairy. I can do raw dairy and be 100% fine. But if I go and have regular pasteurized, commercially raised dairy, you can bet I'm going to have things dripping out of my nose and I'm going to have a stomach ache and I'm going to have bloating because of the dairy. Also really, really important to know. So it's one is those are things that you just want to be aware of. And you're also going to be more sensitive to artificial ingredients, highly processed foods, alcohol. You're going to be a lot more sensitive to alcohol and caffeine. Caffeine is one of those things that you want to be aware of as well. All right. We're going to go to our last break. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking a, a little bit about what some things are that you can bring into your diet and into your lifestyle to help manage your thyroid. If you know that you have hypothyroidism or you suspect that you have hypothyroidism, either way, you can apply these things and they are so simple and so easy. So don't go anywhere because I'm going to give you some practical tools to support your thyroid that will then support your metabolism. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We are on the last stretch. Before we go into the practical things that I'm going to tell you that you need to be doing, next week's show, we're going to be talking about how to deal with summer events during your healing journey, which is going to be perfect after this show. Because one of the things that can really happen, and I see this happen all the time, is like people can get really, really stressed out about, oh my gosh, how am I, gonna, how am I going to continue on this journey of healing with all these events that are going on? And am I going to be able to have fun? The answer is yes. And next week, we're going to talk about that. So come back next week, hang out with us, and be sure to check that out. Let's get back to the show today and talk about what some things are that you can do and the important things, some of the most important things that you need to be doing when it comes to managing your thyroid. A couple of things that I want to mention here. We talked a little bit about how to take your thyroid medication in the morning before in the last um, uh, section couple things to to uh, really keep an eye out on here. These are some things that you want to make sure that you do. Iron supplements. If you're taking iron supplements, calcium, protein pump inhibitors, those things interfere with the absorb, absorption of your thyroid medication. So when you take if you are taking those supplements, 
make sure that you take them no closer than four hours to your thyroid medication. Because if you do, then you're going to interfere with that thyroid medication. All right. So some some very important things that you need to know about vitamins and minerals that your thyroid needs. Number one, selenium. Selenium is incredibly important to help that thyroid conversion, to help the uh, metabolism, the healing. Your thyroid needs selenium. What's the easiest way to get selenium? Don't go buy, you know, a selenium supplement right away. You don't have to do that. Go get some raw Brazil nuts. Raw Brazil nuts, store them in your refrigerator and eat two to three raw Brazil nuts a day. And you got your daily selenium requirement. That's so easy. And it's such a simple thing. If you don't like to eat them raw by themselves, put them in a smoothie, put them in something like that. Don't sit down and eat the entire bag. Just eat like two to three a day. And you got what you needed. Iodine. Iodine is another one that is so important. People have gotten really scared from like iodized salt because we've been taught like iodine in salt is like really, really bad for us. No, actually your thyroid needs iodine as well. So make sure that you're eating seafood. You can also get iodized sea salt and just use that to salt your food and you're getting your your iodine in, you can eat seaweed. I hate seaweed. I cannot stand the taste of it. So don't ask me to eat seaweed. But if you like seaweed, go eat seaweed. <laughs> that will give you iodine. So think about foods. Like you want to think about the foods that you can bring in that help support that. The third thing that you want to think about is zinc. Your thyroid needs zinc as well. This is really, really good for you, your immune system as well. You guys want to know what a really good zinc food is? Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds have iron in them, but they got the zinc. And there's many other like zinc rich foods, obviously. But that is one thing, like get some raw pumpkin and sunflower seeds. You spray a little bit of avocado oil on them, put a little salt on them and you toast them just just for a little bit, just to make them like nice and crunchy. And you eat those and you got zinc. Now, for some people, that's not going to be enough as the daily requirement. So a zinc supplement is never a bad idea. You just want to make sure that you um, get enough and you want to make sure that you have a high quality one. So make sure that you're you're getting that. For lifestyle support for your, your thyroid, you want to think about your sleep. You want to have a really good sleep schedule and make sure you get at least eight hours of sleep a night. Like you need restful sleep. Taking magnesium, if you're having trouble going to sleep at night or staying asleep, like taking a magnesium can be really, really helpful to help you relax and get really good quality sleep. So make sure you're getting sleep. Manage your stress. People always like, I'm so stressful. I have so much going on. Um, There's no such thing as living a stress-free life. It's about how we manage it. So manage your stress. Figure out how you need to, if, if that's you, like in the middle of the day, you need to like, Sit down and just take some deep breath to manage your stress really well and get you down from that fight or flight, your cortisol to come down. 
then that's what you have to do. So think about how you're going to manage your stress. And if you need to take a nap, go take a nap because that's going to bring yourself down from that as well. So you got to do that. Water intake is really, really important as well. So make sure you're hydrating when you're working on your thyroid. You want to make sure that you get enough water and then movement. Exercise is incredibly important when it comes to your thyroid. However, you want to make sure that you are not overdoing it. You want to make sure that you're not only doing cardio. If you have hypothyroidism, doing cardio can actually make it worse. So what you want to do is actually walking. 30 minutes a day of walking is really, really good, especially if you're someone that finds themselves in the cycle of crashing. So if you're crashing and you're like, I can't get myself out of this, that is a sign that you need to slow down on the cardio because your adrenals are going to get affected. And that's part of your thyroid as well. So I find that some of the best things that you can do to support your thyroid when it comes to your your thyroid and your exercise is strength training. You want to make sure that you get movement in, but when you do strength training or walking, it's not taxing your adrenals and you're allowing your body to heal. So make sure that you get movement in, but you want to make sure that you have the right type of movement as well. And then you just want to make sure that you have structure. You want to have structure around this entire thing. So think about all the things that we talked about today. We talked about how to take your thyroid medication. We talked about what labs that you should be asking your doctor for and how like optimal ranges are different from pathological ranges. It's not going to look the same. Some things that you want to look out for when it comes to your food, some vitamins and minerals that you're going to be needing. So I hope you to took some some notes because this is really, really important things when it, when it comes to supporting your thyroid. And then you want to think about how what you want that lifestyle to look like, what you need to bring in, vitamins and minerals through food. All of those types of things are really, really important, but they're also pretty standard. So keep that in mind. You want to make sure you have structure around all of those things so that you can best support your thyroid, fire up that metabolism and get you feeling better and get you losing weight if, you, if that is part of your goal and also being able to um, keep it off. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be back next week. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.